0: This episode of Chicago's Bravest Story is brought to you by Sports and Ortho Physical Therapy.
1: Corey, you want to add to that? Oh, I could. That's that's how you start off. You say one (laughs) sentence? That's how you start off? Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Keep that. that
0: <laughs> All right. Now I know. All right. Know. That was uh, thanks for uh, tuning in. Uh, that was brought to you by. Yeah, sports she's and great. This <laughs> is the website. Google it. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Take two. This this episode of Chicago's Bravest Stories is brought to you by sports and ortho physical therapy. Uh, today with us is Dalia Fami from
1: sports and ortho physical therapy.
2: Hi, guys, how are you?
1: Hey, Dahlia. Hi. Um, so, I was looking over. You guys have some cool stuff you're working with over there. Um, what kind of equipment do you guys use at Sports North that's different than the other places?
2: Well, you know, I figured if I'm going to rehab some firefighters and police officers, we better have things that they use. So, we actually have drag dummies. We've got stretchers. I've got my own fire engine on the south side. We've got some ladders and some hoses and um, a couple of punching bags.
1: Yeah. So you hear that, Vince. They've even got a couple of Steve <laughs> over there. Oh, I can't. I can't say his last name. Uh, we'll <laughs> they've even got a couple Steves over got there. A couple of Steves. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. And, and looking over, like your your staff over there is trained incredibly.
2: Yeah, we like really, really highly train our staff to know how the body moves in motion. So we just you know spend a lot of money training them, making sure that they're well trained to take care of all the patients that we have, but especially those fire and police officers that we treat.
0: Well, Dahlia, I know that uh, you guys have been around for 17 years and we talked that you got your start with your first actual patient was a Chicago fireman. Yeah. You know, we want to uh, let everybody know that if you come to sports and ortho physical therapy, that is, it is
1: covered by our city program for rehabilitation.
2: Absolutely. Yep. We'd love to have everybody come see us.
1: Awesome. Dahlia, you guys have seven locations. Uh, where can people find you guys at?
2: Well, they can look us up at sportsandortho.net. All our locations are listed there. That's probably the best way to find us.
1: Go check out Dahlia over there, um, sportsandortho.net. Sports <laughs> and
3: Engine 1, engine
1: 4, truck 2, truck 10, inland 82, battalion 2, fire 1020 North Main, help is on the way.
0: Welcome back to Chicago's Bravest Stories. Paramedic award of valor for an act of outstanding bravery or heroism while demonstrating personal courage above and beyond the call of duty under adverse conditions with the possibility of extreme risk. PIC Francisco Chavez and his partner, FPM Christopher Oswald, were dispatched to 1224 South Lawndale for a battery victim. The scene was immediately chaotic as the address was incorrect and the Chicago police were directing paramedics to 1306 South Lawndale for a psychiatric patient who was escalating. On scene, the pair were unable to enter the building as a male is yelling, throwing things down a third-story window and is spitting at the police. When the officer was speaking to the crew, the male opened fire from the third-floor window towards the police. The crew called for a 10-1 and informed the alarm office that the police were being shot at. FPM Oswald positioned the ambulance for CPD officers to take cover on the driver's side of the ambulance. There was an additional officer taking cover at the front of the ambulance. Shots were raining down toward the passenger side of the ambulance where PIC Chavez was sitting. FPM Oswald helped his partner PIC Chavez to slide close to him away from the passenger door. When the shooting stopped, a CPD officer directed Ambulance 77 off the scene to stage at Douglas and Lawndale. Police began arriving in response to the 10-1, and it was then that Chavez and Oswald were informed a policeman had been shot. They directed the officer with the crew from Engine 38 and transporting him trauma bypass. The CPD sergeant informed 457 that had it not been for this crew providing cover and safety for those officers, he feels certain there would have been more injuries on this scene. That was a citation that was issued to these two uh, paramedics uh, with the Chicago Fire Department. And we are honored to have these two sitting here in the studio today. Yeah, we got these two guys
1: from the Fallujah Fire Department here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that, uh, we have here uh, Chris Oswald and Frankie Chavez. And you guys are no longer partners because uh, the quitter, Oswald over here, he crossed over. Lefty <laughs> high and dry, huh, Frankie? Yeah crossed over <laughs>
4: the city owed me naps yeah well you're you're getting them
0: you're i mean you got to be breaking even by now right yeah, pretty close <laughs> let's put that aside for right now we'll come back to that but i met you guys both when you guys first came on i know you frankie came from another you were on the contract right and you came from another
5: suburb that's correct was, was that your first job in ems no, actually, uh, I started at Lifeline Ambulance back in 2008 when I was an EMT. Uh, then I got uh, went over to medical school in 2010. And then in uh, 2012, I got picked up on a contract in, in Melrose Park. And uh, 2014, I got, I, got, uh, I got the call here for the city. So h- how long were you in Melrose Park before you got the call? Uh, about a year. Okay. Yeah, that, that was my first uh, fire
0: service job. Had you had any call like the call we just discussed in melrose park anything similar or has
5: has uh nerve-wracking has that run no i mean (laughs) uh, i saw some things i mean it was it was awesome you know to learn the firehouse etiquette you know my my first year there in uh, melrose park i did see some things got got used to you know what the fire service is like and stuff like that but uh
1: no nah, man, this this one is this one's for the books. Yeah. I mean the shooting at the ambulance, that's uh that's gonna set you apart right Yeah. There, on on <laughs> your <laughs> side? Not, not too after after having said that they're actively shooting at the ambulance. Yeah. And the food wasn't bad over there, right? It's probably uh, the best thing over there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mancha, mancha. Oh, those guys. Uh what about you, Chris? Well, where'd you get your start? Uh,
4: I started back in Michigan. I went through a medic program there and did my time on the privates and a small paid on call department. Um, And then hopped across the lake in 2010 so did you did you put your name on the list
0: here in Chicago while you were still in Michigan?
4: No, I I got lucky. Uh, my timing is everything. I moved here, and about three months later, that list opened up. Jesus! Wow. So and then uh, <laughs> there's
0: there's people listening to this podcast that want to kick your ass. Right I, know, now. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. And
4: I I didn't know if it was going to happen. I was I was testing in the burbs and uh, landing in about the middle of lists everywhere you go. And so I started nursing school as as kind of a Auto yeah, yeah, a fallback. Fall fall yeah. Um, and then four short years later the city called. So wow. yeah, I got on in fourteen.
0: When and, you came on as a medic, did you want to cross over at that point? Did you come on to cross over or you yeah. hadn't even crossed your mind yet?
4: Yeah, no, my my goal the whole time was to, to cross be, over be a fireman. Um it was kind of the driving force behind getting the medic license. Oh, Were you
1: really? a relatively young guy when you put your name on the list or?
4: Uh, He's a
0: relative young guy now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, was just saying, I mean, he only he, he waited for three it's, months. It's so
1: hard to gauge it because <laughs> I just look terrible. <laughs> I just, just a lot of hard years, you know, a lot of hard years. And so I look at guys. I'm like, I don't want to just like Frankie. I remember like again after we talked a little bit. Now I'm like. Like oh man, I remember Frank. I'm like this baby face motherfucker right here. I'm like, I remember you, you looked like you were 16 when I met you, and now you look like you're like 17. <laughs> the you're beautiful Frank. The you life of a Chicago man. paramedic man. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hard years, we, hard time.
5: we go to dinner with my wife, and this is a little off, off subject, nah, dude. but uh, we we're sitting at you know at the dinner table. We go out to have you know nice dinner and stuff uh-huh. like that, and I'm fucking scarfing my food all the time. And she's like, well, why are you in a rush? <laughs> And I said, baby, that's that's the life of a paramedic in the no, city I, of Chicago.
1: Listen, I, listen, I'm in prison every four days. <laughs> <laughs> and I eat, like, just, just growling with your elbows out while you're sitting at the table. <laughs> like a real nice dinner that you're paying $100 a yeah. plate for. You, yeah, just, just, you got your elbows out like somebody's going to beat, beat the shit out of you well, and take your pudding. One you, of the things about being a single role is not
0: just, like, how fast you but in the order in which you eat. You don't eat your salad first. Oh, no. that's fair. The salad, fair. if you get to it, great. It's, a bonus. <laughs> it's a bonus. Yeah, But you get to the, get to the entree, the main course, that's and if you manage to get that in, that's a bonus too. Yeah. Maybe you have time for the salad, you know, but you definitely don't start with the salad because you're not making it to the main course.
1: I eat standing what? up at the firehouse. <laughs> I, I eat it it's on the counter. So, yeah? Yeah. So question for the forum. On asthmatic, how, what would you say your percentage is of getting through a full meal? I, don't, I mean, I mean, you guys are all at, work, pretty much this in the same December right? or is this August?
0: Oh, there's a difference. August, zero percent. Yeah. Zero percent. <laughs> December, 80. I don't. Yeah. I 80. pick up my fork <laughs> 50 percent of the time. <laughs> well, you, I mean, I know that like guys like Frankie and most of the guys at my firehouse, the medics automatic. They don't go for dishes. They automatically eat their dinner in a to go container. That way, it's eat faster, so they don't How have about, to transport. The well, they set the plates out, but sure. you go in and you just grab your to go and you shovel it onto your to go. <laughs> just you know, fucking, you know, just old country buffet, that mm, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't want to, you don't want to set the precedent that you're not gonna make it. You know, right, you right. always want to set the, the, the moment, table for the you, you take the fork, out, the knife, set and it. Yeah, like you're, it, you're, that's the goal, but yeah. rarely happens. It, it's so nice when it does to have that meal. Steve's here, everybody brought the tower of power and he brought so many
1: cases of um beer i'll tell you what dan trader like this guy (laughs) peanut butter pony right here
3: well i I have a new best friend so
1: hey greg grab the microphone and tell us all about this beer
0: because we got to give a shout out to this gentleman
3: all right sorry i'm late everybody (laughs) But I was busy with my new best friend, Brian. Uh, Brian is from Illuminated Brew Works in the Norwood Park neighborhood over on uh, 6100 block of Northwest Highway. Uh, <laughs> new sponsor for the podcast, uh, and he has filled our studio with craft beer.
0: Jeez, look at that. So Wonderful what craft What is all this beer. stuff we got? We got...
3: We got lagers. We got peanut butter, beer. We got... This special one, uh, the astronaut juice, you had to like special order uh, yesterday. Uh, we got a pina colada beer in here. Uh, so, some of it's like thirteen <laughs> percent. Well, so. we're
0: gonna at at the break. We're gonna crack those open. So um, yeah, we're 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 gonna get our money's worth out of this sponsor here. Yeah, and uh,
3: like I said, Brian's my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> heavy heavy breathing. Yes.
0: So Steve. Uh, hey what I miss Chris oswald Francisco hey Chris Chavez. I know on? Francisco <laughs>
3: yeah we go back that's right no back to the do. little village days Sorry. yeah
0: he yeah he said uh yes if uh you were still at ninety nine
3: I am not. <laughs> I had to leave after he, what he used to do in the bathroom. Yeah,
0: now. that that's unfortunate. That's
3: why he took the
4: promotion so he can get his own bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, smart move.
3: Fuck, we're
5: On top of each other, <laughs> there at 99. I think it's, it's got to be the most uncomfortable firehouse yeah, in the state.
3: When it was like it was like uh, I used to, <laughs> you know, TMI. I, it was like uh, pooping in the jungle. Because it was 100 degrees in the bathroom at all times, and then you would just get attacked by flies <laughs> when you sat down. <laughs>
0: Sounds terrific. We might,
3: we, might be, we might be editing that out. <laughs> were you guys doing something serious before I got here?
0: Or? No, we were just oh, okay. the life and times of Francisco Chavez and Chris Oswald. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing crazy. Nothing important. I'm just enamored
3: by this tower of beer. Yeah.
0: So uh, before the beer interrupted us, I think Chris was talking to us about he waited three long months to get on the fire department. Oh from
4: Michigan. Oh no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry to hear that. Oh no. <laughs> three three months to get on the list. You know, <laughs> yeah. you, you move
4: over and then the list opened up.
0: You know. Okay. So, so okay. All right. So try to redeem yourself here because so you're, you're not you're not gonna do it. You know, you, mean, you you get here three months later, the list opens up and then how long before you get into the academy? Four years four years you're lying.
4: No, it was. It was I think the list opened up in 2010. I got on in uh
0: December of 14. All right. Now I now I don't feel so so No, that was there was you you you, you was waited waiting. your, your yeah, minimum was waiting years. and then you know
4: and <laughs> just like everybody else doing all the terrible
0: jobs okay. that you know medics can do while you wait. Where so, you attack and yeah. do all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Did you did you do any of those goofy jobs?
5: Yeah. Did you? Yeah, I was uh I was a tech at a Westlake Hospital. Oh, man. They were happy yeah. to see you go. Yeah, I was, go Westlake, huh? yep, that's <laughs> right, man. That, I, <laughs> that'll get it out of know. Shut it down. They they closed down that hospital, man. I thought they were going to open it back up
3: when they talked that they were going to They got back. some buyer, their stipulations. Who knows?
0: Yeah. Okay, so. Chris gets on like uh you were in Delta. Were you in Charlie or Bravo? I was in Bravo. Bravo, yeah. Okay, so you got you got some time on That's right. Get
5: some
3: right.
0: <laughs> <You went>, Chris. <wait. laughs> hey, Vince, <laughs>
3: how how about the listeners? What's Charlie Delta Bravo? Uh
0: back in the day they they were called uh, alphabet classes because Brian was Nikki was in the uh alpha class. So there was a there was kind of a a, a uh, lull in the hiring for the single roles, and when they started up again, they started naming them Alpha Bravo Charlie. And Brian was, who was a previous guest on this podcast, uh, was in the Alpha, and then Frankie's class was next. There was another class, and then uh, Chris's class. And it was just back-to-back. I think uh, Alpha probably had the longest class. I think theirs was the whole six, or they they had the shortest class Theirs was like six weeks. I mean, how long was your six? About uh, seven, seven, eight weeks. Yeah, yeah was, right behind them. You had the longest one, right? Made it like
4: 10 or 11. Yeah.
0: So they were in such a rush to get these guys out because we were so short that Alpha, they had a short class, and they just as They started putting more guys on the street. They, they kind of spent more time with these guys, but there was a, a point in time where it was like, get these guys out on the street. We are so, <laughs> we are so short on paramedics. But uh, I remember you guys, it, it, you guys were, you know, I, I'm definitely not going to shit on any other classes, but you guys had a rough academy, like, your jobs were at stake all the time, and you guys had the PFT to deal with, you had the lifting and moving tests to deal with, you guys, like, you guys had to pass those, or you were done, yeah. like, your jobs were always
5: at risk. Yeah. So, like... That was rough. <laughs> it, it was, <laughs> man. But you know what? I, we've had this conversation <laughs> too, Vinny. You know, Vinny was, Vinny was one of my instructors when, when I was in the academy. I'm and,
3: sorry.
5: Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it was it, it was it was no joke, man. And now reflecting, going back and thinking about it, I mean, like, it, 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 it helped out. It really did. You know, we cut off the BS and, uh, you know, we had to learn what we had to learn and nothing was given to you. You know, we had hard instructors. They they, they were hard on us, but, you know what I'm saying, like, it, it paid off, you know.
0: You know, when you have an academy, we have, like, guys like you that, you know, everybody that comes in there is already a paramedic, but there is a learning curve because you're coming from the suburbs. Where did where, you come? Were you coming straight from, like, doing tech work and Privates. stuff like that? Privates. Privates, yeah. So that's a – there has to be – a little bit of education involved because it it's a lot different. Like going from a private to now, you're nine one one. Like you need to you you're the first one at the door, and there's a lot of learning. Like learning, like doing the system entry, doing all that stuff, so that you're capable of working in Chicago. And the rest is like departmental stuff, but I think the group of instructors that you guys had, they were, they were like you said, they were tough, but they were all fair. Yep. You know, I, I I thought that everybody was fair, but when you guys had to contend with those, those, you know, the lifting and moving and, and the physical fitness test, like, so did we. Like, that's hard on us, too, because especially by the time you guys get to the the end where you guys have to pass it or you go, like, I've already got to know you guys. I'm invested in you guys. We've already started building a front, and then I'm like, I got to tell you guys, like, you guys just got fired, like, that's rough. And then you manage to get through, you get your classes through, and then you start all over again. The, the classes were coming right on the heels of the class before. Yeah. So it, it was, that period of time w- was rough. And, you know, now that I, I get to work with you guys and I see you guys all the time and it, it's awesome, and I like working with the guys who came through those those classes because I already know, like, you guys – went through a hard academy and there's nothing really like what, what, what can we do to you guys you know outside of you know put you guys in the line of fire on a run that you guys are going for uh uh what was the initial run for
4: was uh domestic for, or a battery a battery yeah. yeah a battery <laughs> <They're> the victim <laughs> Next yeah. you know the uh, yeah.
0: bullets are flying
1: they didn't tell us so it was going to be for us <laughs> <laughs> well uh can we before we dig into that can can you guys tell me what a game yeah, He's, show us your game face. Guy, I don't have a game.
0: I wasn't the game face guy.
1: Is he different than he is right now? That's about it. Don't you dare! That's about it. I swear to Christ! <laughs> <laughs> don't
0: be don't be you fucking! No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it, it was it was great, and then um, almost as great has their academy party after. I mean, I, <laughs> I kind of remember that you guys had a party, you know. And uh, what what people don't don't understand about the parties, and I'll let you in on a little secret. You know, all former instructors and uh, people who have gone down to the academy before, there and for the people listening, after you graduate, you guys get together, you throw a party for your academy class and instructors and family, and it's like. All that nonsense is over and it's time to get weird, right? And when at the party, it's time like there are there are people in that academy that you've just spent um a couple months with that have never been with you socially, don't really know you that well, and now they wanna everybody wants to have a shot with you. Hey, I want to have a shot, you know, have a shot with me. And, and you can't say no. So <laughs> You got 30 guys in the class, guess what? You're doing, at minimum, 30 <laughs> shots. So it's, uh, it, it's a rough night, but it's fun. I was just with, uh, I had lunch today with one of your class, weight Sniff, and you guys, he had an interesting uh, end of his night um, <laughs> after your party, remember? I, I he woke up, and he woke up rush. with, like, whip, whipped cream in his ass or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's yeah, right his wife set him up yes yeah his, his his wife set him up to uh for his other classmates to really mess with him which was hilarious but uh you know enough about him <laughs> <laughs> so chris comes out of being attacked you go to the academy frankie goes to the academy they wind up now how did you wind up getting 30 or uh 77 did you like how long you were relieving I, uh, you came on as an FPM, and where did you go from there?
5: I was at uh, 99's house for over five years. Okay. I was an FPM on, on 67 there. And uh, I took the promotion last year in, in January. And uh, so I was relieving for, for about three months. And the spot that I have is uh, former uh, ML77 alumni, Stephen Gutsmer. That was <laughs> spot. So the uh, spot was open. But it, you couldn't put in for it because Gutsmer was, was just, holding it. Yeah. yeah, so finally, Guts let go of the spot, and it was all. It's just like everything, Vinny. It's all about timing, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I I took the promotion. Uh, Gutsmer finally got assigned, I guess, to the to the mark division, and uh, and I said, you know what, I want that spot, and uh, I relieved for about three months until the order came out, and, uh, and the entire in. shift said, you can have it.
0: <laughs> there was a there was a vote. There, you, didn't there,
5: get, you, didn't get, you didn't get too much
0: resistance for getting Oh, there but, was. Yeah. There,
5: ask Chris. Yeah, there was there was there was some people chomping at the bid.
0: There yeah. were it we, uh, was dude. it was a fierce So wait, when you when you went there that was right when it first were you one of the first people to put that ambulance in
5: service? No, it had no, already been there. That
4: outside. was
0: us. Okay. And
4: it's you, funny you were because, there for yeah, the order when
0: that order came
4: out, when we all got those spots, those were guys that had Four and five years or more, which is kind of crazy for, you know, knowing
0: where that was going to be and yeah. what so that ambulance was going to you know, do. Just to, to give people a frame of reference, how many runs you guys do in a day down there? I mean, Did you, you guys, 30. You guys are in the city's west side, and you're, like, right on basically the border of the, the west side and the south side at the same time. You guys are picking up. So Ambulance 10 w- is arguably one of the busiest in the country, their numbers always come up in the top five in the entire country, and
5: you guys are just south of that I one. was going to yeah. say, until 77 went in service. <laughs> yeah. They're our <are> neighbors <laughs> to the north. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, 2020, we were number three busiest in the city. Yeah. 10, 15, and then us, uh, 77. And Right behind us, 23, and I guess 64 was number five, all yeah. west side. And I think 14 is in
0: there somewhere. Some, yeah, top 10. Um, but, I mean, you're, you're right in the heart of all the busiest ambulances so you you guys aren't aren't sitting around you guys aren't slow and when that ambulance got put in service in that particular area we thought for sure that would slow everybody else down and all it did was give you guys the opportunity to take even more runs in the west side yeah. instead of taking less runs from other people like you just gave the city the ability to respond with another ambulance
3: well yeah. the the union did like uh not like a study but they just kind of collected the numbers and i forgot what the time frame was uh but it was over the summer when the new ambulances after the new ambulance had uh, been put in service and they were basically like it didn't touch anybody's runs they added five additional ambulances nobody's runs got touched like yeah <laughs> i i just i just don't know how there was never an ambulance there yeah, I—I
5: I mean, 38 was the busiest engine for years. I mean, they were—they were always top one. Now right. they've slowed down, and now the the guys on the truck are—they're chasing us. The truck's busy now. They're at that house. <laughs> well, they when uh, um,
0: 77 came in the service, the guys from 38 were trying to like recruit for the ambulances there, and they were making outrageous claims. They're like, if you guys come here both the FPM and the PIC, so the paramedic in charge and the fire paramedic, they're like, we'll give you both your own rooms. We'll that's kick a- the engineer out. We'll give you both the rooms. We'll put in a spa. Those are
2: all lies, <laughs> man, because when I put in
5: for that spot, I was told no house dues, no club. Right? They make me breakfast every day in the morning. That lieutenant that, that told me he'd make me breakfast every day, Marty, mm-hmm. on the third shift. Laid up right afterwards. Hasn't been since. Right. I mean, I was offered
0: uh, you know, massages on my shift. They were, they were up in their game. It's a good group of guys there, man. Yeah. Who,
3: who is making these promises? Big country?
0: <laughs>
2: I, think, I think it was, was Big uh, country. It,
5: it was Ricky Kalen. Oh,
2: wow. <laughs>
5: nah, man. There you go. Those guys at, at my house, man. Amazing yeah. group of guys. I'm I would have s- gone there just sent to send a shout out to, to all of them, man. Ricky. So. Yeah, everyone at third and on the on the engine, the truck, great group of dudes, man, great house. You know, we're busy as hell. They get it. Everyone gets it. It's a it's a working house. You know, we all get in, get it done. And so how long were you at, at Melrose again? Tell me again before you came to the city. Uh I got my medical license in twenty ten and uh in I was working, I was a paramedic on the privates and uh in twenty twelve, at the end of twenty twelve, I, I got on the contract in Melrose. So I was there up until when I came on the job in 2014 as well. Um, that's when I when I left Melrose. So a little bit over over a year, okay. I was there. At Melrose on the contract. Do
0: you, Do you think that Melrose kind of did did Melrose
5: prepare you for what you were going to experience in the city? Uh yeah. It's as far as like I mean, like you know, the, like the firehouse etiquette. It's 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 real important. You know, like learning the fire service. You know, like you're the new guy. Um, I learned all that stuff there, you know, new guy got to help clean, you know, got to got to get up and, and do dishes, stuff like that. I can't just, you know, go and feed myself. Well, and yeah,
0: for people who've never been in the fire service, you have no idea, like, I right. don't know when to get, you don't know what to do. But right when I came on, like I, I had like really good old timers that were like, hey, this is what you're. This is what you're going to need to do. I'm like, well, thanks for telling me because I would have just sat here until somebody told me what to do. Right, right.
5: Yeah, you you wouldn't know. Like now, it's it's a huge cultural change. You know what I'm saying? Like you're on the privates, you're sitting in the rig all day. Yeah, and uh, there in Melrose, you know, the guys would train, do some kind of training or clean up. (laughs) You're laughing (laughs) already. Well,
0: some of us aren't fourth generation there, Stephen.
3: That wasn't me chuckling. <laughs> that, was me. that was the the other guy. That was Corey. <laughs> who knows some guys. Thank
0: you for not presenting my ring. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't me. Okay. No, I was I wasn't. I wasn't uh I'm not it was the fucking lieutenant sitting yeah, behind the him. lieutenant. It's always the we'll lieutenant. Come back to it. I want yeah. to talk about that. That's, that's oh, you do? Okay. All right. Um and uh I I I can't imagine that Michigan is anywhere like Chicago. way. like was it a culture shock for you uh, working d- in Michigan, or were you like like Detroit type stuff? Flint, yeah,
4: yeah. I did EMS Ooh. in Flint for a while, Jeez so yes. Flint? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? the The, 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 the privates run <laughs> that's the Flint's the nine one
1: one. It's worse than Detroit in Michigan. Yeah.
3: Do you have lead poisoning? No, not anymore. Okay, <laughs> you <got> right, really? <laughs> after Vince PT'd you, yeah, it, leads it to your system. Right? <laughs>
4: well, I don't know if you remember. I'll I'll share a story because I mean we're all about stories. Anywhere buddy. anywhere you go, I mean they can't really prepare you for this job because Chicago's got its own way of doing things, and the quicker you're able to learn that, the easier you're able to work with others on the job. Um, so kind of the academy is is a good ego check for a lot of those people like we know you're competent paramedics but there are ways in which we do things here and they're done for a specific reason and it's for for the ease of the job so that we can all go home and not be just broken with blown out backs and knees and shoulders and things like that or just mentally fried um you came out of the academy instructing after my class and I did one day as of my 30-day detail without you and then you I, I got assigned to your ambulance for my 30-day detail and uh
0: that was fun right that was a trip <laughs> that was a
4: trip and I, I can't remember what part of the day it was day one and essentially came to you know are you are you ready for this and I look at you and I said well I'm only as good as you made me, so... <laughs> he put it on me. <laughs> there, there we go. <laughs> as you should. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you know we, we got through the day, and uh, they've had a lot of fun up there. It's part of why I put back in when I was able to to come back to the west side. It took some time, because a lot of people out there want to be out there, and
0: it's not just as, as busy as it is, you know, you know. they As busy as the west side is, people, I get this all the time, They they're like... You have time to go somewhere else. And I tell people, yeah, I could go somewhere else, but the crews out by me are great. The other surrounding companies around me are great. I'm like, that's why I stayed out there. Nobody ever, like, leaves somebody hanging. They're, they're always there. Like, the people around us, and you're on my shift, Frankie. Like, yep. people come and take their runs. If, if I'm sitting right next to you and they're sending you for one of my runs, like, I'm not just going to let you take it. There are places that do. I think the
4: trifecta of west side longevity in this specific order is partner, chief, hospital. And if those three things are there that that work in your favor, you will take the beatings that the west side gives you yeah, it, because it's
0: not bad to be out there when those three things work. Yeah, and, and you know what you're going to you're going to have good runs. You learn your the learning curve when you go out to the west side like You're going to learn about 10 years of paramedicine in a a short time, right? You're going to get to do everything. And that's why I I like the pace. It's faster. My day goes by. When we get, you know, sent to a sissy day, especially coming from the neighborhood that we work, it's a long day, right? (laughs) You realize how long We got got a story about this. (laughs) You guys went on a sissy day and you did 30 runs, right? We we just managed
4: (laughs) to... To do actual work and
3: <laughs> still kept it hard. Detail to ambulance twelve. <laughs> Where the hell's that? Exactly. In Oh, yeah. Engine thirty two's house.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we. we it, yeah, we did some paramedic work that day. <laughs> but then uh, we were able to have some. We did have some downtime and uh what, what we like two hours fucking smoking stogies out there. Yeah, that was the first. Yeah, that was the first time that we actually finished stogies. Mm-hmm. Some deep conversation there too, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that that's how you guys gauge time now is how how much of the cigar you can get through. Let's go right to the day. Like, uh, I read the citation, and I just want to give a shout out to Chief Hernandez for coming through. As you guys are pulling up, he's texting me the citation because I, I he's like, "Hey, because you guys don't have a copy. Is that the first time you've heard the citation? Yeah. Isn't that crazy that?" that's the first time you've guys heard your own citation. So I, I texted him yesterday and I was like, Hey, can you get me this? He's like, when, when's your podcast? And I told him, he's like, okay, I don't hear from him, but I, it's like, you guys are on your way in. I text him. I'm like, you got a copy of that citation? He, he sends it to me. He's like, I almost forgot. So, and I told him I, I would speak well of him on the podcast. So thank you, Chief Hernandez for that citation. We're this is overnight, right? Because you said that you had to wake him up. Yeah. <laughs> so like
5: at two in the morning. Oh, okay. So so Ozzy's like lights out. Yeah. We were okay. we were in quarters and uh Kyle came out for a battery victim. And, and at two o'clock in the morning, you're thinking, what the fuck? this is stupid, right? Well, what poli- what 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 beat is this? <laughs> this
0: is right. exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> I mean, you know, Steve, like the battery victim at two o'clock in the yeah. morning, you're you're automatically calling bullshit, right? Uh I, yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I so, mean, for all intents and purposes, you know. Yeah. Um,
0: you know, I, no matter what the comments say, it's always, "Oh, this is nonsense." Uh, you know? Yeah. Well,
3: I've learned real quickly, man. Where that,
5: where that happened, that incident happened. I it was, I got assigned to seventy-seven in June of twenty twenty. This happened in August twenty twenty. So I had only been there for two months. Quickly did I learn that nothing good ever <laughs> happens on thirteenth in Lawndale. Nothing. <laughs> so now if i if I get another battery
0: victim at two in the morning on thirteenth and ladale, yep. and you know thirteenth ladale' is, is almost my run yeah yeah <laughs> it's yeah. It, I mean that's like almost that's like a couple blocks from being my run, yeah, so you get the call, you wake up your partner yeah i oh I make it to the rig, <laughs> I put his
5: around, and then uh. Where is, where is Chris?
0: So you you were in the middle of missing the run. I was in the middle of a dream, I'm
4: sure. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of something. To be fair, you know, in the in the two years there, I never made a bed. I never yeah. slept. It was always I slept on the couch. So I mean, it
5: wasn't. <laughs> <it's not laughs> but yeah, I was I was sound asleep. Yeah. So I. I- <laughs> Put us in route, and then I, I go and get him up, and it's it. I mean, we didn't know what we were going to. We 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 didn't know what was waiting for us. And Just uh, a battery victim. Yeah, and uh, I go to wake up Chris, and we start walking back towards the ambulance together. And Chris says, "This better be effing good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I swear. Yeah. So yeah, we be. We- so you hit your you hit in route. Now you got your partner. He's like on autopilot right now, probably on his way. So. You it in the citation it says you guys went to the wrong address.
5: Yeah, we it was we got two wrong addresses. Okay. We got twelve twenty five. I remember this clearly. We got twelve twenty five South Lawndale. It's an empty lot. We asked the alarm office for a better address, and there was a beat car right there already. They said check out twelve twenty four. So we had to go check out twelve twenty four, and there's a beat car coming out. I'll-
0: other than being a battery, does it say, like, it's a male, female, like, what? Female. Well, oh, did just, we get, remember, oh, we got yeah. female. Oh, that, that's it's right. It's just female. Yep. That's all it says. Yeah. yeah.
5: Okay. And uh, so we got the call for 1225. is unfounded. They said, check out 1224 South Lawndale. Uh, officers are coming out of that house, and uh, they're like, no, I think it's related to that one on the corner on 13th of There's There's two more beat cars down there. So the one that was with us on, on the 1200 block and then two more down there. So total of three units, six cops. And uh, so we inched up because we were in the middle of the block, so we just went, you know, to the end of the block, and it's uh, right on the corner at 13th and Lawndale. As uh, Chris pulled up, you can see a guy uh, from the third floor uh, naked. He's just yelling irate at the at the police, and uh, it was all related to, to our call. So he had beat up his girlfriend, and uh, but then he was like holding her hostage and wouldn't let the cops go upstairs so when we pulled up uh the building was on my side and uh you could hear this guy just yelling and and he's throwing stuff down the third floor and he's throwing like furniture (laughs) yeah so that the so that the officers can't get into the building to to make entry because we're not there for him we're here we're there for his girlfriend that's what that's what we got called the the battery and uh and she's still in the building. She's still in the building. Yeah. And this yeah. guy's
0: like basically for all intents and purposes barricaded himself in there.
5: He, he, her, with yeah, and uh, and he's impeding CPD from getting into the building. And uh, since it was on my side, the officer that ended up getting shot, he walked up to the ambulance, and I almost, I almost made it out the rig. I almost stepped out. So if you got,
0: would you say that if you made it out, that you would have got shot? Oh yeah. Yeah. So he got shot right where you would have been right if you me, walked
5: out. Right next to me. He, he had his elbow on the, on the mirror, on the, on the rearview mirror, the ambulance. And uh, he came up to us, and he's like, hey, uh, this is all related. It's this guy up on the third floor. He's like, we can't make entry. Um, we're trying to calm him down, and uh, he won't let us. When all of a sudden you just start hearing pop, 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 pop.
0: Really?
5: Yeah. And then the officer got shot right right in front of you. Yeah, yeah. I was, like I said, it was on my side, shooting from the third floor. And Chris, you still in the driver's seat at this time? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think if, if we would have, like, what do you what do, you do when, you, when, you, when you arrive on scene? You automatically get out the ambulance. Right. And this officer, I felt like he, like, was stopping us from getting out the ambulance. But we didn't know. We had just, we had just gotten there. So yeah. we, we don't even know what the hell's going on.
4: Well, and honestly, too, we didn't even know if this was our call. Yeah. So us pulling up and having him come up to give us a rundown. You're like, still we, trying to figure yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, we, we were thing. like, hey, is this what's going on here? We got a wrong address, but maybe this is what's happening. Uh,
3: and there's there's plenty of times out there when you're pulling up to a run and you're like, uh, you're looking for somebody. You're like, oh, I don't see him, And then you see a squad car and you're like, oh, okay. And you, you go over there and they're like, oh, yeah, we didn't call you. You know, you're like, okay. So there's like multiple things going on in the area and you're just like, you know, you're just because you see a squad car, you're like, well, maybe they know, maybe they're here for the same thing, and it's it's a lot of not a lot of times, but it's almost like a fifty fifty shot. Like, no, we didn't call you. We're doing something else. And You're like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Plus, the the worst thing is, if you don't want to leave the person that you were initially supposed to get at the original right, address, right, right, right. And then you guys are then you guys are in trouble. Yeah. Now you're on this run, and you left somebody who's battered at the original address. So you got a lot going on. Like, even before you get out for this incident, when the shooting started, yeah. you hear the pops. Where did, the, where did this
5: uh, officer get hit? He was uh, right femur. Yeah. And right his, his right thigh. Really it high, hit his, yeah. since the rounds were coming from up on the third floor, it hit his cell phone, went through his cell phone, fractured his femur, and then he had, a, like, a protruding bullet on the inner thigh. Oh, shit. Yeah. What, was it a handgun or a rifle? That this guy
0: was shooting out of the window? No, windows? it was
5: probably a pist- it pistol. It was a pistol. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay, so he, he goes down. Then what happens next? Oh, shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Chris Drive.
5: Honest to God, man, I mean, I'll be real honest, man. I told Chris, let's go <laughs> get off the block. And then that's when his heroic acts went into play. And But I couldn't see what he was seeing. And I'll let Chris explain that because that's that's you know that's that's what he did. You know? So the cop gets shot right by your door. He, does he go down to the ground? Or yeah, he goes he down. Like he goes down and scrambles cover Yeah, he, he went for cover like by a car. Okay. And I heard the rounds were coming my way, and I just like went over by like Chris. I whacked my arm on the MDT. Well, there's a lot there's a lot of shit in the
0: way between yeah. your seat and his seat. You got a huge computer. Yeah. You got the radio. You got all your personal, like your, how many drinks did you have in that yeah. cup holder? <laughs> At least that six. You had. <laughs> <You know. laughs> so by, for so like a, a spitter, you know, right. a dip spitter in there. Well, <laughs> by two o'clock in the morning, you got whatever coffee was left over from the morning. <laughs> you got your afternoon cocktail or energy drink. Yeah. Your spitter, God yeah. knows what else. The, in
3: there, the so. shitty cup of coffee from Sinai. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> if
0: yeah.
4: it was pizza day, you got at least
0: six bottles of water.
4: Yeah. Sodium too. You know. Like, yeah. There's a lot of a stuff. A paper plate
0: somewhere yeah. in there. <laughs> Leftover <laughs> food. Yeah. So you're scrambling now. You're basically sitting on his lap at this point, huh? Yeah. I ain't lying.
5: So uh, you know, the 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 uh, I grabbed the radio, the ambulance radio, and I, I called for a 10-1. And uh, I said, you know what? They're they're shooting. They're shooting from the third floor. They're shooting at the police. Um, and then I just, I, I honestly, I told Chris, let's go, let's get off this block. There's nothing, there's nothing him and I
3: can do. Right. Yeah. You know, it's Well, just... what's
0: the, what's the first thing that, that you learned from day one in paramedic school, EMT school, right? Scene safety. Scene safety. So you guys were in harm's way. Yeah. So, you know, you're not wrong to do that. Right. You know, if you left and staged down the block, you're not, you're not wrong. No. And that is basically what our protocols dictate for you guys to do. Right, but, so, I, but you guys don't do that, do you? No. All right. <laughs> and so, in true Oswald fashion.
1: <laughs>
4: well, it's funny because you know you. It, it's 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 interesting to hear what other people see uh, from the same instant, you know, or incident. Because you see an officer get shot, I just hear shots and see him go down, and thinking like maybe scrambling to get away, like the other ones were. So when that started another uh, one of the officers was in front of the ambulance and was there. And then from my mirror, I could see, I think it was four others that had come to the driver's side to shield. So he's screaming, go, and, and jumping over, and we're still hearing shots. But I'm looking at an officer in front of us and, like, four on the side of the ambulance. Yeah, you and don't want like, to remove no their cover yeah, or no run way. the other guy over. right. So in that in that quick go moment, it's like we we can't go. We're here. We're committed to this, and when this stops, we can go. Or until they move further behind the um, parked cars that are on the street, and it just it
0: happens fast. <laughs> <laughs> so what? So tell us what happens from there. So now Frankie's over in the driver's side. Uh, the cops are using you guys for cover. I mean, you're you're the biggest thing out there at this point, right? What happens next?
4: I can't remember if we told them we we're going to go up. I don't know if we dropped the window and said we're, we're going up, but I know that we saw him start to get behind the row of parked cars. And once the shooting had stopped because we figured he'd emptied his clip, we started to inch down the road, and then we we staged at the corner at uh, Lawndale and Douglas. And then that's when the call came in that they had a person shot. So I just thought that did I, you I didn't.
0: Know, did you know he was shot from your side of the
4: yeah, so, yeah, you knew he was shot, but you didn't. I didn't. I had no idea, but they, yeah. I knew they were sending another ambulance. Okay, who who was coming? Uh, eighty. Okay, out of your house, and we're like, "Well, we're here. You know, like we're gonna take care of this." We circled the block again, um, shoot up Independence, and come back down 13th at 13th and Longdale. You Hill. guys were just doing a loop around, right? Okay, and in that time they had thrown that officer in a squad car and taken him down south again to, um, what is it, Lawndale and Douglas. So, so it's almost he, like we had to do another full loop. They they brought him right where you guys were. Or just were staging, <laughs> <Right>? yeah. yeah. <laughs> and by the time we had gone back there, when they had sent 80 on that call, they had also sent Engine 38. So we intercepted from them, canceled 80 from coming in because we got this, and we able to take that officer Ernicate or no, 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 no it, was, no, it
5: was pretty high up in his thigh. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, but it's crazy though, because like, I just seen this guy get shot, you know, and I meet him again and it's, it's crazy. I was just talking to this guy, you know, he's, he's giving me a rundown, very professional, you know, and, and now I gotta, now I gotta take care of his injuries, you know, it's, it all happened so fast. Shout out to the officer, too. This is exactly the type of officer you want. Yeah. Was he one of the
4: cool guys? You uh, you know him from the neighborhood? Yeah. he, He got along with everybody and just muscular as all get out, knows that he's got your back, and just kind, considerate, you know, just a good person and... be there to help if
0: you need it he's one of these guys out in our neighborhood that you have something shitty going on you want to see this guy rolling
5: up on you absolutely yeah absolutely but yeah i mean like i said very professional and uh i actually just asked about him not long ago and he's still doing recovery doing doing better but uh, they said i i think they said he was gonna be out for a year really it's a it's a femur fracture Yeah. yeah uh we we saw him a couple days afterwards we uh our next work day right chris we went up to sinai you were the, I wasn't there. Oh no, yeah, no was, I, was, I didn't make it in, yeah. It was, was just me, I was on a trade or something, yeah. So yeah, yeah I, was, I went up I went up to the floor, check up on him. He had surgery, yeah, he was getting ready to go home, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, collectively, I mean, 38, the guys at 38, uh, Raul was the medic that day, Boris. Mm-hmm. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys know him on the first shift, yeah. Raul was the medic, and uh, you know, the officers they took off his belt. I mean, it was, it, it, we all. Now oh, did they did they make the blue highway for you guys?
4: Uh didn't need it with me driving,
3: but <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> I mean I'm sure they trailed behind us. I, I don't know, or you know, yeah. taking care of this guy, but uh but you didn't have too far to go. No, no
0: you know, no, no. Now you guys you guys leave with the with the officer, you guys trauma him to a trauma center. Do you guys know what ha- what was the outcome of this this incident?
5: We did, yeah. Um the officers told us that uh, they made entry into the building. I mean, this 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 could have been like an active shooter type stuff, but uh, yeah, they they made entry up onto the third floor, and uh, he basically surrendered, hands up. Uh, police didn't shoot him; uh, just they just apprehended him and uh, took him in. Then, did uh, did uh, did they return fire
0: when nope. this guy was shooting out the window?
5: No. no. Oh no! Shots
0: really? not from no. them. Nope. And we just had an incident. Oh, similar to this, a couple of weeks ago, out in our area, right? Um, didn't they just have an active shooter where the guy was in the the building? Uh, maybe two weeks ago, do we just have one?
4: I don't know, I don't I uh, remember. Maybe we weren't there that day. But miraculously, the battered woman was never found. Really? <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> nobody ever uh, <laughs> that was never heard from again. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I felt like you know, maybe it wasn't that serious after all. I
0: guess not. You know. Not all batteries turn out to be batteries. That's right? a good thing. If there's one thing we, yeah, you know, sometimes a, a verbal argument, you guys get called out for that, and it wound up just being two people yelling at each other, and it's like, what am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> what do you, what is my what is my role here? That happens. You guys kind of go about your way. You guys have to debrief with the chief and every, everything like that. What what was the process? Did you have to debrief with anybody? Did CPD come out and want to? Talk to you guys, what, what happened the- here? Because this is a unique situation that, you know, we don't really find ourselves in. So procedure-wise, like, what happens in this incident? They, they want a statement from you guys, right? Uh,
4: CPD brass started rolling in before any, I mean, I think our chief came. But uh, it was all CPD stuff, news stuff before, you know, th- that was a big, like, officer shot protocol. Did anybody do. from Media
5: Affairs come out with you guys? And not that I, I can no. recall, no. the only the only one that came out on, from our side on the EMS side was Juan Hernandez. <laughs> we got uh, well, we talked. Well, to the he detectives. had the duty, right? Yeah, yeah. And he came out, asked us how we were doing. Good. But
4: mind you, that was there's a little bit more to that story because we we spoke to the detectives, just kind of gave them a rundown of what we had and, and you know what had happened with the officer, and then. Uh, we cleaned up and went back in
0: service so here here's here's what I, uh, always interests me cuz it happens to me all the time so you have this fucking horrific run what is the very next run you go on oh,
5: this we, we went on a STEMI. Are you
0: shitting me? No, I <laughs> swear to God. <laughs> so, so we went, yeah, we went, we went, we went back. We went right when back that, to when the that computer, the when that machine spit that out, that says, were you guys looking at each other being like, what the fuck?
4: I
3: think it's just uh, you know, just a chest pain or whatever that we <laughs> are like, all right. Yeah, it's not what the fuck until you put the monitor yeah. on and then you're looking at your partner like, you gotta be kidding me. You got this right. triple star on the monitor
4: telling me Stemmy, What's
5: what's this? <laughs> all right, we'll go back to Sinai. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, Chief Fernandez was there at Sinai. He talked to us, made sure we were okay. We're like, "Yeah, we're fine, Chief." And uh, we're like, "Yeah, we're we we already brought in a STEMI <laughs> at uh, like five fifteen in the morning." Yeah, I mean, we took our time. I took my time documenting the run. I didn't come up right away, uh, you know, because we like I said we had to talked to detectives. I had to make notifications to four five seven, and uh, yeah, we got up in service. I think it was like probably like well, like four thirty in the morning, and uh, most people would have just. Just stayed, you know, and would not put themselves back up in service. They would have rode it out till yep. six thirty, yeah. But we did and we took care of a STEMI an, <laughs> another life another another life <laughs> saved in Lawndale.
0: Tell me it was your run. It was. Okay. It, yeah. Was, yeah.
5: it was it was in Lawndale. All right. Um and took care of that gentleman and uh and and it was six fifteen. Oh my god, how do you Go guys, home? how do you Go guys home. like uh live with yourself playing God like
0: that every day? Yeah. How do you- <laughs> Well, Corey, you had uh, something you wanted to talk well, to these hol- guys about training. Oh yeah. <laughs> well I have something. I have something <laughs> I want to talk about. Yeah, so we want to hear it.
3: You still got the horse? Yep. Two bro. Sky horses. This guy owns horses. Well I rode with the firehouse might, when I was at ninety-nine. Did
0: I ever show you when you were in the academy, the guys from Melrose yeah, Park he rides the horse sent sent me a picture with you with the cowboy boots at the firehouse and they're like Look out for this guy. Did I ever show, show yeah.
3: you that picture? Well, I, I, well, all right. I t- hold on, go on. tell us how you got the horse.
4: Give uh, him a few pops and he'll dance like one <laughs> Hold on. on. I know, <laughs> I
5: know,
3: I know. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, you know, I'm Mexican. It's Mexican. man. but All right, but I'm sorry. Vince has owned surfboards and you own horses. <laughs> and it's, yeah. you know, all right, sorry. Yeah, but it's, were you there the day, bro, the night? Yeah, night? bro, and I was taking pictures and everything. So it was uh, it was like the uh, one of the parades in Little Village. Um, the Mexican, Mexican Independence, Independence Day weekend. Parade. Yeah, and uh, so I ran into uh, David Diaz, the guy that fought uh, Pacquiao, which is hilarious because, like, I run into this guy in Little Village over in Belmont-Craigan while I'm on the job, like in, in another area while I'm on the job. He's like, are you following me? I'm like, I think you're following me, bro. Uh, but, yeah, we we were talking with David Diaz for a little while. Uh, he fought Manny Pacquiao, and then uh, we get back to the firehouse, and, uh, I, you know, we're just chilling, talking, BSing, and, and anybody who's been to that, to that particular firehouse, it is one of the oldest firehouses in the city. It's super tiny. How they squeeze an engine and ammo in there, I have no clue, uh, but they do. And uh, so we're just kind of, like, all sitting on the apparatus, floor, and all of a sudden you just hear, click clack click clack click clack click clack and i'm like and like you know you're at the at the mexican Independence Day parade so you know there's a bunch of guys and horses you know with the, the cowboy hats and you know boots and everything like that and then and then like so you're just thinking that they're rolling down 31st street or whatever and it's getting closer and closer and closer and then i look up i'm like look at this guy <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah that's uh it's a tradition every year man that we do uh what what kind of horse is it it's, bro, uh, this is
3: where I'm trying to get him to tell us.
5: It's a uh, purebred Andalusian horse from Spain.
3: Ooh, Andalusian. And yeah, these are like that medieval sounds- time fucking horses, yeah, bro. It's,
5: it's the breed, you know, in the, over in medieval times. It's yeah. that it's that breed of horses. Yeah, they're uh, they're great temper, uh, beautiful horses, and they uh, they they're great for uh, like dressage. So they're of- they're
0: riding horses, not work horses.
5: Yeah, they're they're like show horses. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was able to. Uh, it's kind of the difference between the uh, PIC and the FPM on the, on the ambulance. <laughs> one's know, a workhorse, one, one's a showhorse. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I uh, every year we go to the uh, to the uh, parade on Twenty Sixth Street, and uh, it, I think it's it's just as big as the uh, uh, what's the one on the south side um, uh, over on King Drive. Oh, uh, uh,
3: Bud Biliken. Bud yes. Biliken.
5: Yeah, I think it's probably bigger than really? Bud Biliken. Yeah, but. Um, Probably like two hundred floats, and uh, you pay a ticket, and I just go with a, with a group of guys, and uh, we hire a band, a Mexican band, and then we're just we're just with the horses. Yeah, my so kid. Where do you keep these things, Frankie? In Beecher, a family friend owns a owns a farm. Oh
3: yeah,
1: oh Beecher, Illinois. Beecher, yeah. No shit. Yeah. There's nothing in Beecher. It's so <laughs> except for two yeah. horses at minimum. Yeah. Uh no kidding? Yeah, family friend of ours, and. um do really, you guys like train these things? You guys? Yeah. Yeah. Are there other horses there?
3: Yeah.
5: Yeah, the the guy that our family friend that owns uh, this place, uh he's got like 24 uh stalls and uh he rents some of them out some of them are his horses. Yeah, he's a big fucking horse guy, Frank. Is it expensive to own a horse? yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's I mean it's, it's like It's like owning a boat, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus.
5: Dude, it's
1: t- like it's like owning a Harley and tricking it out. Right. Uh, right. 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 I was going to say like I so Because I'm an idiot, Um, so I looked into it. Because my daughter's been getting crazy in a horse, she's really gone
0: as far as to look at. You're that serious? Just a little bit. Just I mean, side jobs.
1: I work a lot, (laughs) Um, but like I looked into it, I'm like, like the horse is expensive. It's like boarding the horse, taking care of the horse, having someone else take care of the horse, feeding the horse. Like it's like like you can get a horse. What, What do you think a horse cuts you for? Uh, it depends on like, the breed. Like it grand or two, right? I mean, yeah, yeah like it depends. Like your craftsman horse.
5: They'll I mean, get you-, you get a quarter mile horse for like four thousand bucks.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a that's a Buick.
5: You know, it, it, it's a, it, it, it's a, it's an '80s Buick. You, for could, you could you could buy a a decent Harley for four thousand bucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it, you know, it's like yeah, it's like you know, a quarter mile horse, four thousand bucks,
1: or. An uh, Andalusian horse like mine with full papers. I was just saying, you've got like, yeah, yeah like it's this is like a, a breeding pure, pure, horse almost, right? It, it, yeah, yeah. Mine,
5: mine is my stallion is a, uh, a certified stallion. Is this a college nickname or is this?
3: No. <laughs> <names>? <laughs> Wait, <on> a <laughs> what
0: are the horses' names? Wait, hold on a second. What are the horses' <laughs>
3: names? <laughs> We're talking about Vince, <laughs> the certified stallion. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I sell college
5: studs. I, I, I sell studs. To oh be able, God. yeah.
1: You're a big time horse guy,
5: Frankie. I mean, this thing's got to pay for itself.
1: So. <laughs> I'm just it,
5: a has paramedic. Has paid for by now? <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, uh, you what's s- what's that fellow's name? What the horse that's uh, out there making you
5: bug, That you're pimping? <laughs> it's uh, Spanish for paramedic. Oh, el, el, which is el médico.
0: That's your that's your horse's yeah. name.
5: Yeah, yeah. That's badass. Go yeah. with
0: it. Own it. That's right. That's yeah. that's one. What's the other? The other one's the a Merso? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs>
5: the other one is my old man's uh, purebred uh, Frisian horse from the Netherlands, all black. Those all black horses that they used to use, like for like the knights in shining armor, that breed
1: uh, from the Netherlands. What's that? All right, so let's take a break from Chicago's bravest uh, equestrian stories, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna have a couple beers, refill, and uh, and we'll get back. What, what we- kind of beers are we having? Oh. F- Steven, I'm so happy you asked. We've got <laughs> astronaut juice right here. <laughs> Great college, Dave, from Illuminated Brew Works. Um, these guys, again, these guys are awesome. Steve's best buddy now. Um, Brian, and uh, Brian. Brian? Brian? Brian's our guy, huh? My best friend Oh. Uh, <laughs> Brian, Steve's best friend. This guy killed it. Um, astronaut juice is awesome. We're gonna dig into three or four right. or nine of these other when we beers come back too. when we come back.
0: Well, welcome back. We uh, have refreshed our cocktails. I actually poured myself a glass of the Astronaut Juice from uh, Illuminated Brew Works at 6186 Northwest Highway. And I got to tell you, that's a nice cocktail, Steve.
3: I I mean, it is. I'm over here drinking uh, the Trust Lager.
0: What does that taste like?
3: It tastes like a really good lager what do Fresh. you got what do you got frankie?
0: uh if you're not into yoga <laughs> <laughs> uh and here on the table we have peanut bu- <laughs> peanut butter pony uh rain <laughs> rainbow berry pie uh this one's for you Oz, creeper <laughs> and orange sunshine. Uh, we're gonna get to them all, and uh, thank you again, Brian, for the charitable donation. Uh, you, c- if you wanna try any of this stuff, and I highly recommend at the very least because it's the only one I got to so far. The astronaut juice, friggin' delicious.
3: And they're they're all one pint cans. The artwork on them sells them themselves. <laughs> I think you know who's gonna like that uh, rainbow berry pie is the uh, your mom's basement guys. Oh, they're gonna they're d- gonna they're <sighs> gonna dig they're gonna dig that. <laughs> you can get this
0: at ibw-chicago.com, Illuminated Brewworks. Thanks again. This episode is also sponsored by Rescue One CBD Oil. You can use the promo code bravest to get twenty five percent off. Uh, you can find them at omnianaturals.com. And this is a product that you guys have listened to the show. We've highly recommended this product. And you guys have come out in droves. And hopefully you guys are getting the, the results that everybody else has been getting back to me on. I used the Roll-On. I uh, tweaked my back a little bit uh, about a month ago. And it's been sitting on my, on my uh, table right when I walk into my house. And I've just been passing it up. It's been sitting there for so long, I didn't even think about it. And Mm -hmm. I was using it right when I get up. Tell you what, that CBD oil, that roll-on, it's kind of like a menthol. It worked wonders for me.
3: And, and you know, this isn't, like, cheaply manufactured garbage either. This is highly filtered, 0.000% THC. The guy stands by his product so much he puts a drug test
0: yeah, and he puts a in a, in the a, packaging a QRS code on there. Is that what it is? Yeah, and
3: you could follow online the you know the you lab test. Ba- yeah,
0: the lab. T- you can follow the batch that that you're using, and uh, you know exactly what it is that yeah. you're you're putting. On it's your body. THC
3: broad spectrum CBD oil. You know, you need a little help sleeping, or you know, get take the, take the edge off of that that long lasting knee pain.
0: Yeah, you were uh, you were up to four droppers. <laughs> and you, were, you were lights out you know I, I've been messing around with uh how much I've been using to sleep and for me two droppers it's the perfect dose I get you know I, I lay down in bed and I was, I was telling Steve I'm like it's like somebody's putting a blanket on me all the way up to my chin and tucking me in it's it's nice to be able to get some sleep especially with us our schedules are so messed up and any little bit helps even if it even if it's an hour there are times when we're working, like, you two know, getting an hour of sleep, if you get to the firehouse and you can sleep for an hour, that's a win, right? <laughs> so is. consider Rescue One CBD oil, put in the code BRAVEST, and you'll receive 25% off. And 25% off is super generous from uh, these guys at Rescue One. com. So let's get back to you guys. I know that we've talked about the incident uh, with you guys over the summer, And we've talked a lot about PTSD and mental health for first responders that that's kind of been a, a, a theme of ours throughout a good chunk of our podcast. And I know something like what you guys went through, you had bullets, you know, flying by your head and you had a police officer go down right in front of you. Frankie, I know that you've had some, um, issues and, you know, tell us about like what's going on with you and how you're dealing with it. Um, how it's affecting you.
5: I mean, uh. Anytime I, I get called in on Thirteenth and Lawndale, yeah, nothing good happens on Thirteenth and Lawndale. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, I, yeah,
0: does your stomach like you get a pit in your stomach when you get called to that area?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and it's a known known it uh, corner right there on Thirteenth and Lawndale. Yeah. Uh, just recently, a couple of weeks ago, the Feds were out there. They did a sweep out there. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I. I Nothing good happens on 13th of (laughs) Wondell. That's all I could say. But, uh, you know, going on these calls now, um, honest to God, my guard was down that day. I never thought that that's what the outcome was going to be. I thought it was a routine call, going to get it over and done with, either handled by police or we were going to transport somebody to the hospital, but never did I think that we were going to be, you know, caught in the middle of a crossfire and, uh, you know, um, be involved in this situation. I'm glad that it, it turned out for the best for everyone, but it had every ingredient for it to go bad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But you haven't had, like, issues sleeping from it or any, like, the classic signs of, like, PTSD because of this?
5: Yeah. Uh, um, I've been to that corner multiple times ever since. Uh, you know, I, we, get, we go often there on the intersection. Every time I go, um, I look up on the ticket, something that I really don't do. Yeah. I really don't like to look up the police ticket I don't like to see what you know what I'm saying I usually go by the the details that we get that's enough for me to figure out what what we're walking into but uh you know every time I go there on that intersection I always look up the CPD ticket um, see if I, I got a company coming with me that that also helps out um, but other areas of lawndale you know when we go into like these quarter types buildings um, and we go for the second floor or whatever, I'm always looking up now yeah. Um, I'm yeah, yeah, so
0: it's it's affecting your daily operations, especially when you're at work, like things have changed for you since this,
5: yeah, I don't I don't you know, like I said, this was a routine uh, battery yeah. victim call at two in the morning uh, I don't think I'm lightly anymore <laughs> <laughs> you can't <laughs> um you know what I'm saying, yeah. uh you gotta be sharp even at two in the morning when 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 Let's say we've had some downtime and 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 we've been sleeping. You get woken up for this type of call. Uh, you got to be sharp, man, because yeah. Look at look at look at the situation we ended up yeah. being involved in. And uh, yeah. what about yeah. you, Ozzy, Anything? This, how's this affected you?
4: You know, I mean, so far so good. So far so good. I got a little jittery after it because uh, we were still out there and driving by. You just kind of, I mean, you're always taking a couple glances down the road, but. Uh, I think more than anything, you just kind of have a heightened sense of suspicion. With yeah, a lot of this I think stuff. your
0: change of scenery since you crossed over helped. I it mean, did. It, you know, it did. You know, Fr- Frankie's back. He, you're not going to get away from 13th and Lawndale from where you're at. You <laughs> that's, a,
5: that's home.
4: Yeah, that,
0: that that's that center for you, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah. So.
4: But, you know, I mean, uh, the, the thing is, like, I, I find that I play out potential scenarios in my head a lot with – you know, like what could happen now, and what would I do? You know, and and like how how shitty could this get? How quickly, and what still needs to be done? I mean, even as simple as I mean, where I'm at now, we get a lot of stuff on the expressway, and I mean, you're watching for other cars, and you know, I'm thinking like, well, what if there's another accident right now, and just running through triage and
0: and getting well, think everybody. Think about the how help many shootings need. we've had on the highway recently. Yeah, for, for whatever reason, that's a thing now.
4: That's yeah. That's a that's a fun Chicago thing now, but you know it's just being ready for the next thing to happen is kind of what that's led me to, as opposed to just walking into everything kind of blind. Yeah, it's just a, a better size up and just preparation. Uh, nothing specific, but just
1: an awareness. I think it's time for Corey to step in here. You know, and just to just a bounce back back to you, Chris. Like I, I know that we're always kind of talking about PTSD. Um, or we, we always kind of stumble on PTSD on our, um, on our thing. But, I mean, I think that's a really good point that you brought up was that whole, you know, you definitely hear about bad after effects, but, like, I mean, there, there's something to be said for you being where you're at now and, like, having that heightened sense of awareness relative to, like, maybe guys that have been there for 20, 30 years not and really, not really thinking about the things that you might be thinking of now after this incident, which is pretty wild. So <laughs> this is like your, seg- this bit. is your segue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the king of the segue so, here. Yeah. I'm Frank. You're at the end, but, uh, Christy. So do you guys have, um, uh, my biggest thing is what <laughs> is, is the, the firehouse prank of the day sort of thing. And like, what can you give me a, a good, good prank that you've been a part of or, or had some hand in or. Or got pranked on, personally? The, uh, the EMS
4: pranks differ from the
1: yeah. from the fire pranks.
4: Yeah. Um, you know, your, your home is your ambulance. And so, I mean, there's a few things you can do so if that ambulance. a way to make it real personal. Yeah. You, your, uh, your ambulance gets left unattended. It's like you left your front door of your house unlocked. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, when you do that, you invite trouble. <laughs> uh the easiest fastest way so to ambiguous. do that <laughs> right we we got together for a for another thing as a, as a part of this um award uh that they're going to roll out for EMS week yeah. and they brought Amulet 77 down and they wanted some promo shots and i hopped in and before frankie had a chance to get in i just changed all the presets on the radio <laughs> Just, just minor annoyances, yeah. and uh, they were they were kindly oh. kindly set to all the Hispanic radio stations. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> and he thought
1: that he was busting my balls. I was rocking out, Frankie. <laughs> it's my jam. You know? All five
4: presets, same station. He's just
1: like, you just did me a favor. So I mean, sometimes it right. works, sometimes it going. doesn't. <laughs> you know. I was gonna say, and you've been around for a little bit. I feel like there's definitely been some. Uh, I don't know. I mean, what's uh, what's some of the stuff that you kind of? I mean, did you get hammered when you were when you first served Any like when you with pranks as, as a paramedic? Yeah, um, uh, on the AMBO? I,
0: I don't. I don't think. Well, when I first got introduced to certain pranks, it was as a paramedic student watching yeah. the guys who were you know full time hired on who I was doing my ride time with the. Um, the lubricating gel for your ET tubes and stuff like that would be under the door the door handles and stuff. Yeah, that yeah. that was a go-to that this one guy who I rode with, he <laughs> loved
1: doing that for some reason. It was funny because, like, if you tell that story, someone's like, that's hilarious. But, like, for you in that moment, you're like, yeah, that's his fucking thing. Like, he <laughs> likes to put fucking lubricant on. like to put a nice water-based lubricant <laughs> on my fucking door handle. <laughs>
0: Well, that, so that was, that was one. And then my favorite of all time is the baby powder in the air vent. So when, and you turn Ooh. on, you turn the rig off, yeah. you put the baby powder in the air vent and you turn the fan on high and put it on vent. So when they start it off, it Just is the poof. poof. And uh, I got to see that one firsthand. And I was, I thought that was genius <laughs> because I was like standing, kind of on the side of the and we were all standing there waiting for these guys to turn on the rig. And Did you know, it was coming down. I yeah. Oh okay. I, I, hey, I was the student. I was being proctored in this <laughs> at the time, and their windows were only rolled down just a little bit. Oh. So when they started off, you just have to be thinking going to this thing just, right before it goes down. You just down. see this puff of smoke come out that little slit, and uh, that was my introduction to to pranks uh, in the fire service.
3: There was a certain hospital when I worked on the private ambulance company. Um, I just had full access to the <laughs> And I was a big D fifty on the windshield guy. Oh my god. Big D fifty on the windshield guy. What does that do? What do you mean, what does it do? Just you you just can't can't wipe it off or what? you cannot wipe it off. <laughs>
1: no? I got in
3: trouble like twice <laughs> over it too. Which is like my percentage of getting caught. You know, and uh, and how many times I've actually done it. You feel real good no matter how many times. Oh, yeah. I've been playing the ratio, and I didn't get fired. I was doing good.
1: Oh, plus, God. I couldn't, like, July 2. like, well, why the fuck are there fucking bees all over my windshield? And, like, you just get in there, you can't fucking do it. Oh, God.
3: It was more like, you know, they were taking a transport from, like, a very north hospital to a very south hospital. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and your windshield wipers and the, the fluid does not take it I, off? It, no. <laughs> no.
3: I mean, not enough to, oh, you know. So, right. yeah, that was my So was it's my just jam. like
4: looking through your grandpa's glasses the whole drive. Yeah, action. pretty much. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what?
3: It'll, good analogy. Listen, somebody only did it once to me, which was like the, you know, I didn't know about it. And then they did it to me, and I was just like, I went fucking crazy with
1: it. <laughs> Frankie, but, I, I almost want to talk to you. This, this is going to be really weird in this one because – asking, asking you pranks that you've heard of is just going to take me down memory links. I feel like I've heard a lot of these similar ones, but uh, <laughs> he's a right, prankster, so, huh? Oh, and, I, I don't know who Frankie is. I'm not. No, no, not your thing. All right. No, I'm this, this is going to be super chill. This is going to be guy, a man. way longer segment than it should be. But all right. So, Frankie, what are the best ones that you have heard of? You uh. weren't even there for him, but you've heard of some good ones, I'm sure.
3: Oh, fuck. I, uh, I, I have
1: witnessed them, man. I, yeah. Yeah.
0: Really? Yeah. The fucking. Give us uh, the top one.
1: I want to send
5: a shout out to uh, Frankie Palermo. I don't oh, know if you know him. Yeah. I heard of him. Frankie yeah. Palermo over at uh, Melrose Park Fire Department. First time I fucking went to go take a shower at the firehouse. Yeah. I, I thought, I, I think I had just finished working out over there. We had some downtime. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it'd been a few months. I already had been there over at Melrose. And uh, those guys are. Fucking huge pranksters, oh man! Oh my god, uh, those are those are. Th- that's where my stories are from, yeah. right? Over there from Melrose. They they, they, they put in the work. Yeah, they'll, I'll tell you, <laughs> it's uh, it's amazing what they'll put in the work on. Long jacks.
1: Oh, oh, I mean, fuck, yeah. man, dude. Yeah, they were there were some fucking there were some deep ones. I mean, so uh, I mean, I think guys retired thinking that they were like thinking that they had a a like. A four year old kid in, in New Mexico. Like, that, that's the kind of pranks that these oh. guys were, were pulling on each other. My first yeah. day
5: there, I got waterboarded. That's fucking classic. He's not even joking, he's a, he yeah. legitimately
1: got waterboarded. I got, I, got the,
5: I got the fucking waterboard. But that wasn't
3: that bad. Um,
5: honestly, hey, hold
1: on. So there's something worse yeah, than being waterboarded yeah, on your first let's day. Let's break this down. So like the
3: CIA stopped waterboarding.
1: So how, <laughs> how, could it, how Could something be worse? Because it's not and that bad. Is, and this is ten years later. <laughs>
3: this is something you really want to talk
1: about. <laughs> no, seriously, man. I'll, I'll just go down.
5: I'm, I fucking worked out. Yeah. And uh, afterwards, I'm all sweaty. Take a shower at the firehouse, and I fucking go. I I, I put on some. Shampoo. Shampoo. shampoo? Yeah. Oh. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm taking a shower and I put on some shampoo. Hell, whatever. I'm rinsing it down and it just doesn't stop. Oh, I've seen <laughs> oh, this the, video. The never-ending shampoo. <laughs> the never That's end- a good one. Yeah, yeah it was- it's a good one. Frankie Palermo and some of the other guys at Melrose poured a whole bottle of shampoo <laughs> of
1: Suave for men just yes. all over my phone. All- <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. Were you Man, freaking this- out?
0: <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck?
1: Uh, but what kind of concentrations in this? Dance? <laughs> After 47 minutes in the shower, I'm like, something's not right. But okay, you would have thought at some
5: point somebody would have laughed. But these guys are
1: stealthy, man. Stone
5: face.
3: Yeah. So uh, just
5: how long did this go on? I, I couldn't even open my eyes.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> I wish I could have been able to open my eyes and see who's doing this stuff to me. But uh, yeah, they dumped a hole. A uh, oh, bottle man. of shampoo on I me. Mean, as well, far I'll as pay... you know, just one. I, I mean, who probably knows? It was probably... <laughs> 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 but it,
1: I was like, man, when it's... Oh, God, I'm not. <laughs> That's a nice one. I yeah, like that, one. that is a nice one. All right. Um... So, what are some ones that you've heard of? Because I've, I, I can't even remember some of the some of the great ones that were from there. But there were some there were some solid ones. Uh... Yeah, uh, I I remember I heard there was um or I was around for a couple of them. I was around for um for the IV tubing that was a that was a standard like doing the IV tubing through the um through drop ceiling like on someone's forehead. The, Similarly uh, to to torture
0: the, the Chinese water torture. Yeah,
1: well, nice. I can't say that, but yeah, <laughs> um, the cinnamon challenge. But, oh yeah, what was that? that was a big one, oh, right? Oh god,
5: yeah. I I I did that one. You did that? Oh yeah. Oh god, <laughs> how'd that turn off? <laughs> Like a week later, I was still tasting cinnamon. In my <laughs> I know. <laughs>
3: f- 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 we had an order that came out that was like, "You are not allowed to do the cinnamon challenge on <laughs> duty <laughs> 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 at
5: one of my former employers." I, but honestly, if you ask, like I was naive, I was brand new
1: into the fire service, and you, 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 you got to do this. To you did end. what you were told. Yeah, yeah. And, th- <laughs> and those guys did a nice job of yeah. kind of yeah. prepping you on um, how bad it could get. Just a thing. scoop of cinnamon. That's it. Seems, har- seems harmless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do it, and <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: a week later, I still taste
5: cinnamon in my nostrils. Oh, it could
1: be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of some of the good ones.
0: Well, what about uh, what about the jokesters in Michigan? What, oh, uh, you got you got some good ones over there. Similar with the IV
4: tubing. Uh, if you got some time and you know any apparatus will work, but you can run the bag behind the pedal brake or gas, and then feed it up through the the A-frame trim. And up over the, uh, the visor, <laughs> so when it gets pushed, yeah. wow. it, they'll you'll get. There's soaked. some like
3: engineering in yeah behind that's, that one. Yeah, that's a thing.
4: it's time consuming but worth it.
0: Well, uh, we got uh, we <laughs> Corey got his segment in. Uh, any last thoughts? You got any last thoughts there, uh, Steve?
3: I'm just uh, glad my guy didn't get shot.
0: I'm glad I'm he not, didn't get shot too. I'm right?
3: not happy to cap got shot. I'm just. You know, uh, he's, my guy he's, he's,
0: shot, he's right? doing well um by all accounts he's doing well he'll be back out there uh backing us up at some point yeah but um thank you guys for coming in uh i appreciate you guys coming in on short notice and uh any last thoughts there frankie
5: i mean thank you for having us uh thanks for the, the uh <laughs> say the name of that beer again <laughs> illuminati brew works thank you for the uh if you're not into yoga, <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. I mean, 13% alcohol. Oh, yeah, I forgot to oh, mention geez. that. Oh, jeez. Yeah, thanks for mentioning that. Uh, <laughs> like, why are...
4: Thanks for your ability to do that while laying on the ground. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: good thing I'm on furlough. What <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right, about you, Ozzy? Any last words? Uh, yeah, man, this is, uh, this is definitely showing us that it's not just you and your partner. Uh, it's, it's a group. You know, police involved, uh, other companies involved. You know, everybody working together to make sure everybody is safe and doing the right
0: thing. So yeah, we've we've talked about that on another podcast. That we are very fortunate that our relationship on the fire department is good for the most part with the police department. We work really good together, especially out in our area. And it's not like that, like New York. I know they those those two departments like clash all the time. So we're very lucky. We've been over backwards for those guys. How many times do you see these guys on the street? Hey, stop by for coffee or, you know, stop by if you guys are getting hungry. You know, we do that all the time. And those guys always have my back out there. So I'm appreciative to those guys. But more importantly, thank you guys again for coming in. Uh, we really appreciate you. Steve, you want to close it out with, uh, uh, business?
3: Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we really appreciate everybody that's been listening to our podcast. We've had, uh, over the last uh, thirty plus episodes, we've had like seventy thousand downloads, and uh, so if you're out there listening, uh, on whatever your favorite podcasting platform is, hit that subscribe button. Uh, don't miss an episode. Visit us at www.chicagobraves.com, Uh If you want to help and support the podcast, pick some uh, merchandise up from the podcast store. Um, to those of you guys, to those of you out there that have been, uh, ordering, uh, merchandise, we're having a little problems with the post office, just like everybody else. But I assure you those orders are getting out ASAP, um, the, all the products in the podcast store help support the production of this show, which is your show, 100% free of charge we provide to you guys. So grab a t-shirt, challenge coin, sticker, uh, pint glass. So you can drink this, uh, wonderful, uh, illuminated, uh, brewing company beer out of, um, and yeah, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram, give us a shout out, hashtag Chicago's bravest with your (laughs) t-shirts. Come on
0: ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well that was our, yeah.
3: And, and throw us some reviews. Yeah. Throw Vinny a shot, (laughs) you know, say, Hey, I'd give, I'd give four stars, but if I I that Vinny.
1: Any, any woman, do not throw Vinny a shot <laughs> by any means.
3: What was his uh, uh, college nickname? Uh,
1: he's, he's got a new one every episode. All right. right. Well, hashtag Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, with that, hashtag Astronaut Juice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, thanks again for listening. Chicago's bravest stories. Thanks again.
1: The opinions and views are that of Chicago's bravest stories podcast and their guests. They do not necessarily reflect the views of any municipal governments, fire protection districts, fire departments, EMS, or law enforcement organizations.